Welcome to a Healthy Push podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. Okay, flying anxiety, airplane anxiety, let's talk about it. But I think before I dive too deep into this topic, I first just want to start by clarifying what type of anxiety I'm talking about here. Because when people hear flying or airplane anxiety, I think they immediately jump to, oh, you're scared about the safety of flying. Like you're worried about turbulence or the plane crashing. And although these are totally valid, this really isn't the type of anxiety I'm talking about here. I'd say 5% or less of my anxiety was surrounding the safety of flying. But the other 95%, well, it was so much more. It was mostly that feeling of being stuck and trapped on the airplane and worrying about experiencing so much anxiety and panic. Like once that plane door closes, you can't exactly get off, right? Like that feeling of being stuck and trapped, oh, it is so, so hard. Then there was worrying about me having a medical event on the plane. Like what if something actually happens to me and I can't get help? Like what if I pass out or what if something happens to my heart? Because you know, it's never just anxiety when you're having a panic attack. Then there was me worrying about freaking out in front of everyone and embarrassing myself. Like, I worried about this so much and I didn't want anyone to see me anxious. Then there was worrying about having to go to the bathroom while on the plane and not being able to get to a bathroom if I needed it, like on takeoff or landing or just if it was in use. And then there was all the anxiety that even came before getting to the airport or stepping onto the plane. Like driving to the airport was so hard. And then once at the airport, going through security and waiting in lines and more of that feeling of being stuck and trapped and then waiting to board the plane. Like all of this anxiety was just as bad as the anxiety I experienced while boarding and while on the plane. Oh, and then don't forget all the anxiety that comes along with worrying about whether or not you'll actually be able to get back on the plane to get back home when you need to. So yeah, this is the anxiety that I'm talking about in relation to flying. So if you can relate to any or all of this, this episode is for you. So I want to first start by taking it back to my first flight ever. I did not get on an airplane until I was at least 22 or 23 years old. I grew up fairly poor and my parents did not have the funds to travel and so I never did any traveling until I met Adam, my now husband. And actually when we first started dating, he knew how much I wanted to travel and how much I wanted to go on these adventures. And so he thought that it would be a great idea for my birthday to surprise me with some tickets, some plane tickets for a trip to New York City. So we were traveling from Maine to New York City and I remember him presenting me with these tickets and he was so excited. And I remember opening the card and seeing these tickets and thinking, is he crazy? Like, how the heck am I going to do this? And New York City, like, is he actually crazy? And 
he looked at me and I think he could see the concern in my eyes and he said, Shannon, this flight is only 45 to 50 minutes. It's why I booked it. It's going to be short. Like you can do this. And I remember thinking, I do not care how short this flight is. I am going to freak out. And no, like I cannot do this. I mean, there was of course the anxiety there from me having never been on a plane But at this time, when Adam and I met and we were dating and he surprised me with this trip, I was struggling severely with panic disorder and agoraphobia. And everyday things were hard for me, like driving, going to the store, I mean, going to work. And so thinking, how the heck am I going to do this trip? Like, I want to, but I don't even know if, if this is possible. But I did it. And yes, I absolutely freaked out. (laughs) Like, I freaked out on my way to the airport. I freaked out at the airport. I really don't even know how I got on the plane. And then when we finally got on the plane and we were sitting in our seats and we were just, you know, getting ready for takeoff, I grabbed Adam's hand so tight and his face looked genuinely concerned. And he said, are you okay? And I said, no. I can't do this. I'm having a panic attack and I need to get off of the plane. And Adam looked at me and just said, well, the plane door already shut, Shannon, so that's not really an option. And I'm sure you can hear the emotion in my voice because I can remember how it felt. And I just sat there and I cried. I just felt like I'm doomed. This is going to be awful. And it was really hard and it definitely had hard moments, but thank goodness it was a shorter flight. But overall, right, this trip to New York City that Adam had so graciously planned and surprised me with didn't turn out so good. (laughs) Like there were so many hard moments. There were tears. There were moments of frustration and sadness and moments where I really lashed out in anger and unfortunately Adam bore the brunt of it and I felt so guilty and ashamed for having acted the way that I did, but I acted that way because I was just so overwhelmed by anxiety and fear. And there were definitely moments where we had fun. We we did things and I have good memories from that trip, but it was so incredibly hard. And I remember getting home and I thought to myself, great. I did that and there's no way I'm doing that again. And then just under a year later, Adam and I moved across country from Maine to Utah. And this is all because when I was a teenager and in my early 20s, I had always said, I want to get the heck out of Maine. I want to see life outside of Maine. I want to have more experiences. I want adventure and I want it to be somewhere far away, right? This is so stereotypical, I think. So Adam convinced me he had lived out west in Colorado and Utah and worked on ski mountains and so he convinced me it's gorgeous, it's very similar to Maine, there are mountains, you will love it and there are so many places that we'll be able to go to and see. And I have no idea what possessed me to think that this was a good idea. I want to say that obviously being in love was a big part of it. So I agreed to it. And we packed up, we drove in our separate cars, and we made the venture out west. And I really, too, just thinking about the drive, I have no idea how I did this because everyday things were so hard to me. But 
Adam was, of course, really encouraging and really convincing. And there was a big part of me that wanted to do this. Like I had always wanted to be adventurous and live this big life. And so I did. We we moved out to Utah. And then once in Utah, literally the first year we were there, the holidays were approaching and I just wanted to go home to be with family for Christmas. But Adam had to work. And so my only option was to fly home alone across the country. I mean, yes, I, I could have driven across country I guess but that was definitely not practical or feasible or doable for me to do by myself so I got on the plane with some help of some medication and at the time I wasn't taking any daily anxiety medication but I did have some medication to take when needed and of course like a lot of people say right I carried this medication with me everywhere I went but I never actually took it But for this solo plane trip back home, I took the medication. I had to fly from Utah to New York City and then from New York City to Boston. And it was overnight and I knew that it was going to be incredibly hard. And the medication was definitely helpful and I'm glad that I took it. It was a good decision. And just a quick note here, if you take a daily anxiety medication or if you take something like Ativan or Xanax when needed, it's okay. It is not a cop-out. Medication is just another tool that can help and support you and you won't always feel like you need it. So this solo trip home for Christmas was really hard. It was hard, but just like the trip to New York, I had good moments. I had memories. I was so, so happy that I went home to see my family. But when I flew back to Utah, I was like, I do not want to do that for a while. So for a bit, I took a break from flying and instead of flying, I would convince Adam to take road trips and drive everywhere. (laughs) Like even though it was most usually not practical and we would have to like drive long distances and driving was nearly just as hard for me, the thought of getting back on a plane, I was like, no, I, I do not want to. So I took a bit of a break, but then I remember feeling like, this is so silly. Like driving is just as hard and why am I doing this? Like I've I've got to get back on a plane because there are so many places I want to go and I have friends and family that live all over. And so I just started doing it again. And we went to Mexico, we went to Texas, we went to North Carolina and Missouri and we went back to New York City. And I also even took a solo flight to Maryland. And I'm not going to lie, so many of these flights and trips were incredibly hard. Like, I hated flying. I always felt trapped. I always braced myself for panic and inevitably experienced a panic attack. But I also had many really good memories from these trips. And they weren't just all shit because anxiety was very present for all of them. So I'm not going to go into detail, right, of every flight that I've ever taken (laughs) because I don't want to bore you. But I know you might be wondering, okay, Shannon, what the heck does flying look like for you now? And I know that this is going to sound crazy, like real crazy. But trust me, nowadays I drive to the airport, I go through security, I wait in lines, I get on the plane, I fly all without feeling anxious or experiencing panic. Like, it still kind of blows my mind, and I am so incredibly grateful. 
And in fact, just a few weeks ago, I took a trip with just me and my five-year-old Amelia. And before we boarded the plane, I even got a coffee because I really wanted a coffee, which is something I never would have done before because caffeine and flying, my goodness, no. But I did that flight and I did that trip with her and it was so good and we had so much fun. And just within the last five years, I have flown to England and Aruba and Florida and New York City multiple times and Arizona and and so many other places. And I know you might be feeling like, Shannon, that's great for you, but like there is no way I'm ever going to be able to do that. Like it is so hard for me to do everyday things and it's, I can't even imagine getting on a plane and I know how you're feeling. I know maybe it feels like you'll never fly again or you'll never fly without feeling anxious or experiencing panic and I know it all feels impossible and scary and overwhelming but you will get to a place where flying isn't so hard and you will get to a place where a lot of my students have gotten to where they send me a message with photos and they say, Shannon, I can't believe I'm saying this but I got on the plane and it wasn't bad at all. And I actually enjoyed my trip. And that is just one of the coolest things that I get to experience. And I know you're probably thinking, of course, like how? Like how did you do this, Shannon? How did your students do it? Like how the heck do I do this? So I want to share some tips with you in this episode that are going to be incredibly helpful. But I want to encourage you, if you're really feeling ready, like actually ready to stop listening to the anxiety and you're wanting to book a flight or you're wanting to feel more at ease and confident about an upcoming flight and you're wanting to live bigger and you're wanting to take adventures, I want you to take my 90-minute masterclass on overcoming airplane anxiety because it'll be so incredibly helpful. It gives you so many practical tips and tools and in the class, I teach you all the things. I teach you how to relieve the anxiety you experience before getting on the plane, like how to work through all that anticipatory anxiety and I teach you how to relieve the anxiety that you experience while you're actually on the plane and how to actually experience peace and enjoyment on the flight. I teach you what it what to do with your thoughts so that they don't cause you to spiral and lead to the symptoms and panic attacks. And I teach you what to do with the symptoms and what to do with panic when it pops up, especially when you're feeling that stuckness and that trapped feeling. I teach you so many practical steps to help you book the flight and feel confident and excited about it. And I just get you back to being adventurous and traveling and living. So the class includes all of that and it includes a really helpful Q&A that I did with the students that showed up live to the class and it was really good. They had really good questions and we had really good conversation. But right now I want to dive into some practical tips that will be really helpful for you if you have an upcoming trip planned or if you're wanting to book a trip. So number one, and this is a really big one, you have to let yourself feel anxious about flying. I think this is such a big one that we all lose sight of. We tell ourselves, I can't feel anxious, I shouldn't feel anxious. I know this is a big mistake that I made, especially with that first flight. Like it made so much sense that I was anxious. It made so much sense that I felt the way that I did and I should have just told myself, Shannon, it makes sense that you feel anxious. It's okay that you feel anxious and I'm going to let anxiety be here and I'm going to let it come along. So remember, just because you struggle with an anxiety disorder, it doesn't mean that you can never feel anxious. Like there are so many places and situations in which it makes sense that anxiety is popping up. 
And when you give it space and when you give yourself permission to feel anxious, it really takes those feelings away. And, you know, just remember, right, traveling and flying, it's stressful and it's not super fun and there are so many components of it that are just overwhelming. So let yourself be human. Let yourself feel anxious about flying. It's okay to feel anxious about flying. All right, number two, stop putting flying on an airplane on such a dang pedestal. (laughs) I think we do this with so many things, but especially flying. Like we put flying on such a pedestal. Oh my gosh, that's the ultimate. I can't do that. Like I am stuck. I'm trapped. There's no way I can get on an airplane. And the truth is, yes, you are stuck on an airplane. You can't go anywhere. But how is this different from all the other aspects in your life in which you feel stuck and trapped and feel that anxiety and panic? Like the truth is, you feeling anxious and panicking at the airport or on the plane isn't going to look any differently than you panicking off of the plane. Like how it looks with you feeling anxious or panicking in your car or at home or at the grocery store. Like it's so important to recognize, yes, you're stuck, but you've felt incredibly stuck in many places and situations and you've always worked through it. And another big thing to recognize is, yes, you're stuck, but a lot of the stuckness that we we experience is created internally, not externally. When you really work to recognize you're creating stuckness based off of how you're responding to your thoughts and your feelings and the stories that you're creating and what you're telling yourself, like that's when you can become unstuck because you can change your response to your thoughts and feelings and you can tell yourself different stories. And this is the stuff that I teach you in the masterclass, which is really, really good. Okay, number three, recognize the realities. (laughs) The reality is, right, you are going to feel anxious on the plane and you might even panic, but you cannot and won't panic the entire time. I think we tell ourselves these stories that I'm going to feel anxious the whole time. I'm going to panic the whole time. It's never going to end. The whole thing is going to be horrible. And the truth is you will have moments. You will have waves of anxiety. You may experience panic, but it will pass. It can't stick around forever. And, you know, the truth is most usually when people make these trips, when they haven't flown in a while and are feeling incredibly anxious about it, and I know this is true for myself, most usually you get on the plane and you feel a ton of anxiety beforehand and while sitting there for takeoff, and then it starts to dissipate. And then you have subtle waves of anxiety throughout the flight, but most students and clients that I work with tell me, yeah, it was pretty intense before takeoff and on takeoff and then it really subsided or I was expecting to have a whole ton of anxiety and panic and I didn't like it it didn't even show up so you have to recognize the realities all right it's not going to be full of anxiety and panic there will be moments where you're not experiencing that and you have to let yourself just see what it will look like rather than paint all the stories and the pictures in your brain of what it will look like because your brain will always paint the worst possible pictures (laughs) okay number four and this is a really important one do not wait until the flight to do the work Like one of the most helpful things in life and in the recovery journey is regulating your nervous system. And when you really work on a daily basis to do self-care and slow down and respond in healthy ways to your thoughts and feelings and you really work to regulate your nervous system in your day-to-day life, 
that's what actually helps you the most for when you're in these moments where things feel like they're at a higher stake. So like when you're driving longer distances or when you get on the plane. So do not wait. You know, this is something I didn't realize for far too long. I just thought the key is me taking more flights. If I just get on more flights, if I just go on more trips, that's how the anxiety dissipates and that's how I get better and that's how it stops showing up. And that is just so far from the truth. Like the work comes in your day-to-day life. Okay, last one, number five. You really have to choose courage, right? You have to choose your values. I want to do this. This is important to me. So I am going to be courageous. I am going to allow the anxiety and fear to be here. And I am going to do it anyway. Like I told you, I took many flights while struggling with panic disorder and agoraphobia because I wanted to travel so badly. And many of these trips were really hard and full of really hard moments. But I kept taking them because they were so important to me and they gave me something. And they actually helped to give me more confidence and more motivation and helped me to see like, yes, anxiety and panic can be here, but but I can do this. And I can still actually have moments where I'm having joy and making memories and just laughing and experiencing all the things I want to experience. So you really have to choose. Choose to do the things you value and take that anxiety and fear with you. I know it's easier said than done. I know, I know. But really how you recover is by focusing on living. So in general, I want you to stop waiting until you feel ready or confident because if you wait for this day, you'll likely be waiting a very long time. Stop putting flying and and being on an airplane on such a pedestal. Like if you really are adventurous, if you really want to book the flight, if you really want to feel more confident, I really encourage you take my masterclass on overcoming airplane anxiety. I'll put the link in the show notes. You will learn so many insights and simple and practical tips and tools that will actually help you to experience more peace and freedom while traveling. And if you're like, will this class actually be helpful, Shannon? (laughs) I want you to head to the, the link in the show notes and check out what other people have had to say who have actually taken the class and learned from me. And I just want to throw this in here too. If you primarily struggle with toilet anxiety, and this is a big thing that heightens for you on airplanes, and this is a big reason why you avoid them or why the plane ride is so hard for you, I encourage you to take my masterclass on finding freedom from toilet anxiety. That class will help you not just for planes or trips, but in all aspects of your life. All right, my friend. Stop waiting until you feel ready or confident. And until next time, keep taking healthy action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at A Healthy Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.